The commentary and interviews of this podcast are for entertainment, information, and conversation purposes only. The views and opinions expressed during this episode are those of the individual speakers and do not represent the views or opinions of any specific church, denomination, organization, or third-party affiliate. My laptop's not that bad, though. I didn't say it was bad. I just said it was sandboxed. He's the John's one staring at you, not me. At me yeah, yeah, I yeah. I refuse to update it. Hey, I'm on. I'm on your team on this one. I think that exactly. it makes sense to have something that runs old software, so that when the when the bad guys come for you, they can't find you because your computer is too old. Yeah. I don't have to renew my license on some of my software because I refuse to update it. See? And upgrade it. He's living the dream. He's living the dream. Speaking of living the dream, Tad, what was your life like today? My life. an okay day today. He can't hear you smacking your lips, only I can, John. <laughs> oh, I can hear him. Oh. <laughs> the background noise has kind of calmed down tonight, so I can hear him. Oh, okay. Tonight was an okay night. Could okay. it have been better? Absolutely. Could it have been worse? Incredibly. All right. Tonight was an all right night. Okay. Good. You have nothing to say about that, John? Look, he's, 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 he's off in his own all world right. now. So he, if he's going to officially boycott this episode, this will be the Tad and Kamar show. Exactly. All right. So... Tad, what TV shows do you like these days? I actually never ever heard you talk about TV show. What TV shows do you like, period? TV shows? I don't know. I'm more of a, if it's got a good story to it. Okay. That's all that matters to me. So, like, Some people... Did you ever watch the show Lost? No. Well, okay. All right. Because, I mean, people are very, very conflicted on the story of Lost. Like, oh. it was great until the last season, and they just lost their mind in Lost. Like, literally. Storyline just goes crazy. Um, Let's see, uh, sci-fi, you're, big in, you're into sci-fi? Yeah. Okay, so what, do you, what have you watched sci-fi-wise? Sci-fi, Star Wars. Star Wars, okay. Because I yeah. haven't watched Star Trek. Didn't know when to get into Really? It. No, I have not watched a single episode of Star Trek. Seen see, bits and pieces, you've, but... You've got to watch Star So my dad, growing up, my dad's engineer, he's retired now, and so mm-hmm. growing up, we watched Star Trek, never Star Wars, and the reason why is because he said Star Trek is the, is the engineer show. Yeah. Um, because it is, it's more engineer-minded as far as how it works. And so you definitely got to start watching Star Trek. As a future engineer of, of the world, you got to get into Star Trek. But where, where to begin? There's always a starting point, mm. but that's yeah. the thing. Where do you start with? See, I like Discovery, I will admit. Picard. Picard is great. Okay. You're not in this episode, John. You don't get to talk anymore. He's out. Yeah, but Picard mm. is great, um, especially if you like any of, the, of, of his years in Star Trek. But like Picard in general like, is just as amazing. Um, because of the way they bring in some of the deeper psychological trauma of being Borg, um, which I, is, is not something that's explored often enough, I feel like. Um, what? What? What'd you say? Are you, are you here, John? Lower decks. What? What? I, I can't hear you. We can't hear you. Lower decks. I mean, that's not real Star Trek, though. That is real Star Trek. It's, it's so animated. Good. It's so good. Well, I like it. It's my favorite Star Trek. Well, are you I, saying I like that it. animated doesn't count now? I'm not saying it doesn't count. I'm saying that it's, if you want to get started in Star Trek... I would okay. start you with something that's more canon, not something that's more, you know, obscure, right? It's kind of like, okay, you say, I like Star Wars. Would you tell somebody to start out by watching, I don't know, The Bad Batch? No. Why not? I mean, it's still Star Wars, right? It's still Star Wars, but it's not a good starting point. I would not say Bad Batch, not because it's animated, but, or where it, but because of it as a continuation of a story already in place. Exactly. Lower that's like Dexas, starting in it's the not a continuation of its own story. Okay. It's just um, like would if you're you say Bad Batch? I'd say you need to watch Clone Wars because that's kind of where this whole arc starts. Okay. Well, and with Lower Decks, it brings in so much of the 
comedy aspect of the idea of a future where everything is free that you really want to understand just how crazy obscene that is if you're not watching the other Star Trek. I mean, like, one of the things they work off is the fact they live in a society where everything is free. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. Like, but you don't get how a society would work like that to see why it's so funny how they make fun of that society without seeing how that society actually does work. Sadly, where I would start would be with Enterprise. Really? Yes, with Scott Bakula. I would almost never hear anybody say something like that. That makes you uniquely you, John. Yes, because the reason I would say I start with Enterprise is because it kind of begins the process of what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And then as you advance forward, I would... Honestly, I would ignore the... The old Kirk movies, <laughs> but they but they are a, a joy in what can be considered nothing but campy acting. Yes, and that's the thing is that <laughs> in today's generation of time with acting, yeah, if you're campy, you don't like it. I don't know, Tad. Do you dislike camp? Yes. He okay. Comments no. about bad acting all the time. It's not bad acting. Oh, it's it is camp. horrible acting. He's not. Look, okay. I, no, I will. I will defend Jim. You are my only friend. I'm going to defend them and say that it's not bad acting. It is good acting for that acting style. No. No. <laughs> no. You know what's funny, John? You, you were in acting. You, were in, you took acting classes. You did acting stuff. You've done a lot of acting. Yeah. If you were in a serious part of a show uh-huh. and you did some of the lines the way they do it in Star Trek, yeah. what would your director have said to you? It depends on the director. When it's trying to be a serious moment. Because they were all, they weren't trying to be campy. So. They were trying to be serious. Reminds me of the time when I was in the production of James and the Giant Peach. Okay. And James and the Giant Peach has some really dark, serious moments. They were very dark. It's, I a, played, it's a dark show. I played the earthworm. Oh, really? Yeah. And I spent the whole time, I got the largest pantyhose I could find, and I pulled just one of them all the way up to my shoulder, and I put a little one on my head, and I wore sunglasses. Okay. So, again, it's a serious, and I took the part seriously. So much so that I had to find a way to maneuver like an earthworm the whole show. But that's the thing. That's, that's, a, that's method acting. That's not campy acting. But that's what they were doing. Essentially, they were doing like the method acting no, style that seems over not. the top and exaggerated, but it's a style. Okay, let me ask you a question. In anything any of those guys have ever done, uh-huh. has it ever not been that style? Yeah. What? All right. A show I was going to recommend for you. Have you ever watched Fringe? Friends? Fringe. Okay. Oh, friend. Which Star Trek actor was in that? Uh, wasn't uh, Leonard Nimoy. He was a guest on that. No, he wasn't. He played one of the main characters. He might not have been on there very often, but he was a central character. He was Bell, <laughs> who was a central character to the entire plot of the entire show. I don't. I'm just saying. Okay. Ha So you got one. And see, I had an unfair advantage because I just recently started rewatching that show from the beginning with my kids like literally three nights ago. So it was fresh in my mind. Otherwise, honestly, John, I would not have had one for you and you would have won. <laughs> I'm just, I, for me, it's, it's, I, I've always liked where Star Trek was trying to go. Yeah. But I never liked how they got there acting wise. Deep Space the, Nine. Um, Deep Space Nine was, okay, so here's the yeah. thing. I would, this is what I would say. I would start with Enterprise. Uh-huh. Because it kind of starts it off. And then I would jump into Next Generation okay. and Deep Space Nine yeah. and Voyager. And then I would go into the other stuff. Like, I would almost skip everything to do with Kirk. And it's I mean, not because I don't like Kirk. It's not that I didn't like the new movies. But it didn't fit with what they were doing. You, you can't completely skip him because he is a central character that keeps coming up. 
he is. What do you think? Okay, have you watched Discovery? Because like I, I've not finished watching Discovery, but I will say that first season was like. People say that our podcast is all over the place. That first season, I thought That's I watched five seasons. And then I was like, season one, episode 17. I'm like, wait, I'm still in season one? Yeah, no. I could have sworn that this was last season. And this no, I get it. I get it. I, and I don't disagree with that at all. I do not disagree with that at all. It's, it's all over the place. I haven't finished Discovery. I mean, I, mean I, I, I liked the first season. I did. But that was like, really, like, I mean, when they were in the alternate universe and I realized I was still in the same season, I was like, wait, I thought that was a cliffhanger for the end of a season. But that's the thing about the show is that show does not, it doesn't follow the mold of the old shows, though. No. It, it's, a, it's a genuinely well-acted, well-directed, yeah. well, like, they are seriously acting in that. Picard, too. Oh, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I, 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 Picard I am, is, that's why I didn't say skip Picard. I, I said, but I, I, you don't want to watch Picard until you watch Generation. That's true. Because if you skip Generation, and I would even say the Picard yeah. movies minus the one with Kirk. Yeah. Because even in that, like Picard was acting, and then all the guys they brought back from the original show were being campy, and it just felt off. Well, they were doing their acting style. That's how they act. Okay. That's like, that's like hating on Knight Rider. Oh, don't get me started on Knight Rider. Ooh. That was my favorite show, and I went back and watched it, and it's disgusting. It's not disgusting. It's it was, disgusting. It was beautiful for its time. A-Team, Knight Rider, those shows I loved growing oh up as a kid. Oh, my goodness. I went back, and they're I'm, just bad. I'm going to actually... Uh, I, so They're designed for... Sneak peek for you, Tad. I'm actually quoting Mr. T in my sermon on Sunday. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's going to be... There's gonna, there's coming up, what does it say? Something like the effect of like... So you like, pity the fool. Like, I'm going to mention that. I want to say something to the effect of, of, of sometimes it's biblical to call someone a fool. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't disagree with that. I know, but it's just it was like one of those things where it's like, oh, man. And I'm like, and I was contemplating, I'm like, do I keep this in? I'm talking about my wife, my notes, and she's like, oh, you got to keep it in. Mr. T is awesome. And I'm like, ah. And she's like, no, you got to keep it in. I'm like, it might be a little crazy. No, 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 no. Keep Mr. T. So he's the. But, he's that's, the, but that's the thing about that, though, is you're quoting his I Pity the Fool. Yeah. But none of the rest of the show. Like, what would you quote from Hannibal? I love it when a good plan comes together. Okay. Face. I don't know any of his quotes. Murdoch? Don't know his quotes. Those are the ones I really like. Girl, those, those one, are the ones two, I, or three? Those are all the ones like, that I really, really relate to. Okay, yeah, but who, I, I relate how, to the okay. black guy, and so, I relate to the guy who likes to have plans. Let's go back to Knight Rider then. Yeah. Scientist. Quote something for Knight Rider. Um, Besides the opening credit song. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I, don't, I, I wasn't a huge fan of Knight Rider myself, honestly. I just I'm was just saying, saying that I'm I defending just, the, the, the genre. No, of, I, I think... Of, that, of, of, of 60s, 70s, and 80s TV that was sci-fi that inspired generations to dream big and make smartphones. I don't think it did. It did. It did not. I promise you, without Kit, we would not have the smartphone as we know it today. I don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah. No. What can Kit do that a smartphone can't? I'm not saying that's not a case, but that's the issue, though, is I think with Kit, we are... We would... It, here, okay, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this, and this is where I'm taking this. Uh-huh. Okay, with Kit uh-huh. and Knight Rider. Uh-huh. It may have inspired people, but it inspired people to do a better thing. Okay. It's Besides still ins- being a car that could jump and get beat up by car. It's still inspiring. Mm. Okay, what Look, inspired as, people from the A-Team? As, as an educator, think about this, as an educator, I'll sit there, or even as a parent, as just a human being, I'll sit there and sometimes I will acknowledge the fact that I'm going to motivate people Simply out of spite. Okay. And I will sit there and have to acknowledge the fact that, you know what? If I can't get you to do this because it's right, 
if I can't get you to do this because you like me, if I can't get you to do this because you like this particular subject, but I can get you to do it just to try and prove me wrong, then I still got you to do it. Okay, so here's a question for me, though. Here's a question. When was the last time you watched these shows? Um, Knight Rider, like within the last year. Okay, A-Team? A-Team. It's been a long time since I watched A-Team. Okay. We'll, we'll go with the other ones in that genre, that, okay. that, that era. Um, Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazzard. I never watched Dukes of Hazard. Confederate flag. Hello. I understand. <laughs> Didn't know what it was. White yeah. guy growing up in Europe. I always knew what it was. I'm sorry. <laughs> Black guy growing up in America. <laughs> That's you know what's fine. I didn't know these things. Yeah. I was like, Europe. oh, cool car yeah. jumping. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what else? What else was in that time frame? Um, well, we have my wife's probably favorite sci-fi from that time frame, Quantum Leap. That was 90s. So was that was that was late eighties, early nineties, wasn't no, it? No, it was nineties. I don't know. I, didn't I watch watched it. it in high school. It ended in the nineties. It's nineties. Well, I think so did A oh, Team no. end no, in the nineties. No. They ended in like eighty six. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Here, Tad, you're the young person at the table. Google these things for me, please. I don't have my phone. I think because, I have my phone in the truck. Because I can't believe that they ended way back then. Because that means that I was watching super stuff that was super old when I was because I was born in eighty three. Yep. yep. What exactly do you want me to do? Okay, when did A Team end? Um, so let me see here. Something else then that is definitely 80s. Think, um, think about the dress of the show and Mr. T's dress in the early 90s MC Hammer style. Final episode for the A-Team was March 8th of 87. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize it ended so soon. Yeah. Um, what about Knight Rider? Yeah. I think Dukes of Hazard was early 80s. Well, so then I can mention them because you mentioned Dukes of Hazard already. Yeah. All right. So then that's still precedent then. So A-Team still counts. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, um, final episode of Knight Rider, April 4th of 86. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's see here. Uh, um, but that's the thing. That, but that's the thing. Is you want like, something from that time period, sci fi related. So when was, when did Quantum Leap end? Because I have no idea. Um, I guess when did ALF end? 80s. I mean, that's sci fi. Maybe as well. early 90, 91. ALF, and then you have Harry, Harry and the Hendersons. That's an 80s movie. It was a TV show, too. I don't remember a TV show. And then there's uh, the dinosaurs. Nineties. That's another good one. I mean, these are all these are all wonderful things. Not like, the mom. Exactly. You'll never stop thinking of that one. <laughs> yeah, that was my nickname by mm. bullies in school. May fifth of ninety three. For which one? Quantum Leap. Okay. So that was early nineties. Um, and then you got like Golden Girls. I don't, think, not, I don't think Golden Girls has stopped yet. I feel like they're still making new and, and I will say that that should count as sci-fi because, like, the idea that the mom is younger than the daughter, sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not just that. The youngest actress on the show. Mm -hmm. uh, I will also say this about the Golden Girls. It should be sci-fi because I would never see four women so different living in the same house together. Yeah. Sci-fi. Definitely sci-fi. Let's see here. What else we got? Um... Inspiring sci-fi from back in the day. Hey, Back group, to the Future. Group at the table. Back to the Future, yeah. What's an what is a '80s '90s sci-fi show that's not Star Trek? I'm yeah, talking to anybody. Anybody. Anybody, everybody, everybody. Anybody, anybody over there. Not a sci-fi show. No, a sci-fi show that's not. Oh, a sci-fi show in that time period. Yeah, that's what we're saying. That's not Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Touch quantum leap is important. Quantum Leap is important. What? I didn't say it wasn't, but it's old. And and there would no there would be no Marvel Cinematic Universe multiverse plotline 
without no, Quantum Leap. That's not true either. The multiverse came out in the comics in the 80s. Yes, it did. But the only reason why they're willing to put it on screen is because some other production company tried it first and made money off of it. So they said, you know what? We'll try it. Quantum I, Leap. I think it's because they bought Fox. And Quantum they Leap. They figure out a now, way to do other characters. Quantum Leap gets all the credit. Because Laura, all- when you listen to this episode, I love you. I'm fighting for Quantum Leap for you. I'm not saying Quantum Leap's a bad show. Out of all the shows we said, that's probably my favorite. Oh, Alf. I didn't like Alf. I liked Alf as a little kid, but then as I watch it, I just saw him as derogatory. Well, yeah, that's what made it. He was, he was Rodney Dangerfield if Rodney Dangerfield were a tiny furry alien. If he was a puppet. So, yeah. No, I don't, I don't I mean, get like, it. Like, like, literally, they just took Rodney Dangerfield and put him in a puppet body and said, we'll call this family friendly now because it's a puppet. I find, what I find funny about that whole time frame is a lot of parents had issues with Alf. Ooh, 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 ooh. I got another sci-fi TV show. It wasn't sci-fi originally, okay. but by the final like, couple of seasons, it became almost pure sci-fi. Family Matters. Yeah, because Urkel and yep. Stefan. Yep, they went sci-fi with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, I, I stopped watching at that point because it got weird. <laughs> I love that show. It was a good show. I like, see, okay, I will say this. And I, I'm going to stand up for Cosby. Uh-oh. And hey, let the record show that he's the one standing up for Cosby, not me. I'm going to stand up for Cosby right now, not based on what he has done not on television. I'm talking about what he's done on television. He says he I does will, not agree with his stand-up comedy. That was on television, too. That was on HBO. I have an LP that was just recorded before a live studio or a live audience that was not filmed. Okay. Well, I don't know. Okay. So I, I don't agree with his his legal affairs. We'll oh. say that. We'll <laughs> go with that. Legal affairs? We'll so it's because they were legally based off of his affairs. Yeah. We'll go with his legal affairs, okay? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that, right? But here's the thing for me. <laughs> I will honestly say black television shows have, in the 90s, sh- in our 80s and 90s, showed African-American male dads better than any other white show ever did. Because at Family yeah. Matters, here's what we had Family Matters. We had um, Step by Step mm-hmm. at the same time, yep. right? And Step by Step, the dad was kind of an idiot. Yep. He got into trouble. He was, did dumb stuff with his kids, that kind of stuff, right? And they didn't really have Carl start doing dumb stuff until the Urkel stuff at the end when yep. the, it became about Urkel. Yep. Right? Cosby never did dumb stuff. No. He was always that dad. He was just a good dad. Yeah. I mean, but, well, no, he, he did the dumb thing he did was his eating food too late at night and having bad dreams. Yes. That was literally his, the, 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 his the, the depth of his dumbness was, I'm really hungry, I'm going to have an epic sandwich. Yeah. Oh, I regret that. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> but that's the thing is like, like, but in that same time period, like from white dad standpoints, mm-hmm. okay, who did we have? Al Bundy. Al Bundy, Homer Simpson, mm-hmm. Patrick Duffy, uh, what other dads? Uh, we had, uh, we had the, the show, I don't know if you remember it, My Two Dads. No, because see, that's the thing. Like, so growing up in our, in our house, we we made sure that we focused on the black stories. Yeah, sure. Because my parents were like, you know, hey, we're not going to have this. We we've never yeah, had this growing I up. Um, like I remember when uh, Townsend Town came out, which a lot of people don't even remember that show. Um, it essentially was was Robert Townsend's answer to Saturday Night Live. Essentially, yeah, I remember that show. Um, I it watched it a few times. Um, I w- if if somebody has power and is listening to this, if you can make it so that I can do a digital download and stream Meteor Man, please let me. 
because you can't stream. Like you have to buy a DVD. Like people have DVDs, but you can't. I stream I saw it. that online somewhere. Like within the last few weeks. They, so now they open it up where you can stream it. Hold on, I don't have my phone. I can't search. Because because I've been wanting to watch that. Because people talk about you know black superhero. Oh, that yeah. is the first. That and then Blank Man. Blank but, Man was good. But Blank Man, again, but you got to get so Wayne's. They, they did him dumb. Yeah, they did. I, I mean, the Meteor movie, Man. The movie Meteor Man. Yeah. Meteor Man is just amazing. I mean, literally the big plot line is black superhero is going to stand up against gangs infiltrating into our neighborhoods and stand up for community homeless. And Cosby's in it. uh, To be honest. As the somewhat creepy homeless guy living in a basement. Staring in, staring through the window, a little, a little bit uh, on the we, nose. I thought we weren't going to talk about his legal affairs. I'm just saying it's a little on the nose. But think about saying, it, think I'm about his character in that movie, and it's almost like maybe he was trying to tell us something in that character, but, and we weren't listening. But that's the thing about that for Cosby, though, is the for me it is this: it is the writers of black shows had better dad figures. Well, it's. And, it's from necessity, and that's and that's why I will no, say no, this. I'm not I will that. say this in defense of the white writers because I'm I'm I, white writers, um, and I'm not gonna. I, I don't want to be that guy who's always defending white people, um, but are, I will say you are always defending white people. But I will say I will say in defense of, of the writers of white genre, white literature, white entertainment, and all that stuff back then. There was always a plethora of options of positive white role models. And so they could get away with writing bad ones because they had thousands of years worth of history and, and literature that was being taught all the time that showed positive ones. So for them in the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s, what was controversial and new and different was to write non-positive white male role models. While within the black community, all we've ever been allowed to have until that time period was the negative stereotypes. And so then the controversial culture-bending thing was to write positive black male role models in the 80s and the 90s. And so both of them, both writers essentially were, were fighting yeah, against the culture. And it just so happened to be they had different cultures to fight against. Well, but the thing about that is for me and my culture is um, I, this is, I truly believe black writers stopped writing that way. Mm-hmm. I, I love the show Martin, but Martin changed the game. Yeah. And a lot of people got, I'll say in our community, a lot of people got very upset because yeah. there was this trend. But again, Martin was, he was saying, okay, look, when Cosby came out, it was controversial to have a positive black male role yeah. model. Well, now, when before Martin came on, he said, now you can't find a non-positive black role model written by a black writer. So I'm going to show you this other side that is, quote, more real. Um, and there's a lot of people who, like my sister, for example, love that show because she's actually, she's what, um, 47, 40, 40, somewhere between 46 and 48. I can never remember exactly how old she is to me, like before, between our birthdays, because um, we have roughly eight years between us. But for her and, and that group of, of black individuals coming up in the 90s, Martin was like, finally, we have a black show that actually speaks to us and our experience within the hip hop community and has, as is evolving. And so even him, he was actually... He was as controversial as Cosby was, essentially, in his own generational way. I don't agree with that. Well, I'm telling you from the actual, within this, within I the, that's I what it was. I understand what you're saying, but, but from the film culture, and I'm not saying that from the, the black film culture I've studied and things mm-hmm. like that, it, Martin didn't start it. Martin changed it. And the reason, but what started the trend of that actually spawned off of Cosby within Living Color. Mm-hmm. Or not Living Color, with... Um, uh, was it Different Strokes? No. What was the one where they were in college? So you had um, you had a different world. Different world. Um, with a- but Different World was still, again, because the entire premise was HBCU. 
yeah. black excellence, black education, all sure. those things. And so that's still, well, you, then you got somebody like Martin coming in and he's not higher educated. No. Mar- Martin was the antithesis of a Cosby family. I thought Martin was highly educated. No, I'm telling you the, the premise of the character in the show. Yeah, no, I, but I think his, I think in the show he had education though. I think his friends did not. No, his, his premise was he was the, he was the anti-Cosby. No, I, I don't agree. And I so, don't disagree with you. And so that's what he was bringing to the, that's what he was bringing to the table. He was like, you know, because, and that's kind of what, what entertainment is always going to do. Is they're always going to seek to, seek to, to, to show a story that's not being told and also do it in a way that is new and innovative and, and edgy to a degree and and I never was a fan of Martin I never liked it myself personally I never got most of the jokes um, just period I, but, I, there, were, there were zingers it was, just, it, was, it was a 30 minute zinger show to me well he yeah. was and, and in this sense he wasn't innovative because in a way he was like um, a new development off of the Flip Wilson show yeah. did you find it is it streamable you can watch it on Roku apparently okay. I don't have Roku so I can't figure that out and with Amazon apparently you gotta change your location to somewhere not in America so Roku maybe in America. Then I'm gonna try that when I get home because I've been wanting to show that to the kids. Yeah, that one was that one was one of those movies that. So as a kid growing up, my dad and my mom had a had a policy. I saw that in theaters. Um, that we every time a movie like that came out, yeah, we had I to go to the theaters. theaters and see it. I saw it in we had theaters. To, we had to support them. Um, I I thought that was a phenomenal movie. It was yeah. done well. Um, I enjoyed that. Um, but I for me like. Social media has changed the game. We all know that. That's not a new thing. That's not a thing we can even discuss or argue or anything like that. We all, it, yeah. it's a, we know that, right? Yeah. The issue is, is it started changing the game. The water cooler started changing the game before we started talking about that, what we talked about each day. And so when everybody started talking about Al Bundy and Homer Simpson and what they were doing on Sunday night or whatever night their show aired. Mm-hmm. We started also trying to find more dirt on the people in our system mm-hmm. that we, we saw as good role models. We tried to find more dirt because dirt because we wanted to know the gossip because that's what people were talking about, yeah. right? And that's that's human nature. That's nothing new. But really, in the '90s is when we started finding that stuff and promoting that out more and more and more. Yeah. Like I remember working at the grocery store from ninety. I started working in ninety five, or from ninety five until two thousand and three in a grocery store. And what we would literally do is on the cover of every episode would be like, "What's happening now? What's happening now? What's going on with this person? This person?" It was never just actors. It was always like politicians. It was Bill Clinton. It was mm-hmm. George Bush when he came in office. It was Al Gore. It was all these things. So we were trying to find the dirt on these people. So what we've done is we've taken these. Role models, like, care about the politics or not, Bill Clinton's a role model. He was the president of the United States of America. He did a lot of great things. He did a lot of things to help our country. He's still done a lot of things as a humanitarian for our country. Like him or not. Doesn't matter if you like him. I don't care. Right? But another thing, George Bush, George W. Bush, same. You can say the exact same thing about him. Right? Mm -hmm. You may not like his politics 100%, but he still did things to help our country and to hurt our country. Both presidents did. But we have... Because of the way we promoted them and did stories on them, many of Americans still see Bill Clinton as just somebody who was a womanizer, yep. or they see George Bush as an idiot. Yep. Right? And that's the issue, though, is because of how we started talking about things like Al Bundy and other things like that, we started turning that on our politicians. And it wasn't just satire cartoons anymore, because that's what it's been forever. It would be a satire cartoon. Yeah. It, would, it became literal news stories of... 
George W. Bush, in a drunken rage, tripped over a dog and cut his hand. Right? That was a news story. That was, a, that was a real one? That was a real I, I don't remember that one. But things, I believe you. But things like that, right? But I think that's the thing is like we are, I don't, like Martin's stopped the advancement of educated black males on television, Um, in my eyes. Yeah. Eh. Who's there? Since Martin, like between Martin and maybe some new stuff now. Well, no, what you actually saw happen, and this was a whole nother thing, was that you saw a cultural backlash where um, you just had a cessation of quality black TV on public TV. Just period. Oh, I, get, I agree. I mean, and that's, and that's, and, and part of it had to do with moving to the cable TV model. And so in moving to the cable TV, TV model, a lot of things just got moved to BET and stuff like that. So it was no longer on, you know, regular television, as it were. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't so much that Martin ended that. It's that, like, it's not just that that ended it, like, all ended. It, no, it, I don't. It, was, it went away in general. I don't think Martin ended it. I think he's, he was the beginning of the end. Well, I'm saying like that was, yeah, yeah. but it was, a, it was a cultural shift that went from we're no longer going to have these minority-led um, stories that are being told on, the, on basic TV. And we went back, we really lost a lot of traction, went back to the way things were before, of the stories being very, you know, well, monochromatic. That's, that's what I actually love about the show Blackish. Mm-hmm. And Blackish has now taken that mantle on. I think it's yeah. over now. I think they ended it. This I don't know. We we used to watch, and we stopped watching it years back. When we stopped, when we became essentially when we moved to Kentucky, and we were full on, fully fledged cord cutters, and we just had to like start yeah, monitoring what we watched, when, and all that. Um, it was something that, that I I didn't dislike the show, but I felt like the 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 dad character again was not was not positive enough. No, I agree. Um, I, I felt like it still was going to that route of the dad is successful, sure. He had more insults for his son than he had lifty, uplifting. Exactly. He, 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 was, he was not as bad as he could be, but he wasn't, he wasn't the caliber that I'd want him to be. Um, and that was, that was just my personal opinion of it. I know that a lot of people loved it and all that, and that's, that's great, but that was, that was my take on it. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of other shows um, because it just, again, it didn't, it's not something that continued to happen. Um, no. I mean, even in shows like ER, where they would have a black doctor, mm-hmm. or other shows that would they would have a cast of a, a multicultural class, class, or class, they would always have the black actor or yep. black doctor in some kind of affair or something yep. that would, is deemed not, or, or 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 not always that. Like, see, that's and that's one of the things that the 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 difficulty with some of the unfair portrayals of people in, in media is that you don't have to have them be bad to be a bad portrayal. You just have to have them be, you know, one or two-sided. And you, and you I lose. Understand. And so oftentimes what they'll do is that they'll have it be where, okay, um, take like, like a Steve Urkel kind of character from the beginning. All right, it's not that he's a bad character. In fact, we'll make him the smart kid. But all he is is the smart black guy, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, take for example, um, the show Stranger Things. We love Stranger Things. Never seen it. Like, okay, well then. Not an episode. I've seen it. You've seen it. I know. I haven't seen it. You guys talk about With, with the cast, you have a you have a cast of all these different characters, but what role really does the black guy play in all that? When you think about the depth of character and development you see with all the other characters, his moment of development was he's got a girlfriend now. Oh, I honestly and, did not. Oh, now he's got a little sister now. Okay, I did not actually. I've seen pictures and images of the cast. I did not realize there was a black kid in it. 
I mean, and, but I'm yeah, like, yeah. I mean, well, that, that and, stands your point. That I mean, if, it's, it's if, not so much that, I mean, and I still love the show. We, my, we love the show. We do. But it's that same old, you know, very flat writing that says that there's not much to the character other than the color of the skin. Well, I think that breaks down to the issue of we are, we stereotype black actors, period, as yeah. one dimensional. I and think I, that's what makes people like Denzel Washington, who are so many yeah. dimensionals. I will say he did play a little bit more of a major role in this past season of do you want to be part of the popular kids or do you want to be with your friends? Do you have to show on a face all the time to be with these people or can you just be with the ones that know who you are? Yeah, but okay, so going back to like the initiative that came up a little bit in the last podcast where I was sharing with my own personal struggles and trauma and issues. um, Of course, the black character is the one who's going to wrestle with being a jock. Yeah, I understand. I mean, and so yeah, that's, well, that, that's well, that that is the stigma of athletics. Is exactly, and so that's, if so you're a black still, kid, you have to be athletic. So we're still painting into that corner. I mean, don't of, you have to for that show because it's more centered in the '80s time frame? Or no, I mean, because that's the that's, and that's the thing is that it's like it's, so it's still st- playing up to that stereotype of well, well, we need a character, we need a character development, we need somebody to, who's going to struggle with the idea of identity and all that stuff. We'll make the black kid a basketball star. Yeah, literally, <laughs> like. It may be his freshman year, but he's good at basketball. He's going to get the game-winning shot. And I'm sorry if anybody, I'm spoiling plot lines for you, but the show's been out for a little while now, so it's not my fault. Like, but, like... I didn't know. Like, they do, they do these things where it's like, man, like... Ruin the whole show for me. You're, you're, you're sticking to some of the same old, same old. Like, do something different. You could have joined the quilting club and still had the same conflict. I mean... I, oh, I'm you just, wouldn't be able to make the game-winning quilt. Yeah, you could. Competition-winning quilt, Yeah. They're quilt competitions. Best quilt. They have competitions. All right. In fact, I have a, a lady I know from the church I grew up in. She's actually becoming a, a big thing apparently in quilting circles right now. Um, black lady who's like really trying to elevate the 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 the, the art of classic black quilt making. Um, she's got like a whole like YouTube channel and everything. She's been in a couple of magazines now. Um, her own line that she's developed, which I think is amazing. Of just quilting. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's a thing. That is a thing. That's a thing. Where else are we going with this? I have no idea. I thought this was one of your random episodes. Didn't start out that way. You no, know, it started out with sci-fi. Yeah. And TV shows. TV shows. That was hey. supposed to be random. This is the open mic time. Yeah. But Tad's oh. been sitting on the mic the whole time. It's okay. Well, y'all just kept talking about 80s movies, and I'm like, I have not seen hardly any <laughs> it's okay. 80s movies and shows, and I'm like, yeah. I have not seen hardly exactly. any he's, of these. Your fiancé has failed you, and I'm sorry, because she's seen all these. She is trying her I best. I blame her father. It was not... No, uh-uh. My daughter's seen A-Team. My I'm, daughter's seen Night Rider. I'm just saying I blame her father. She is trying her best. It was three weeks ago when I saw my first Transformers movie. Look, hey, it's not your fault. It's not your fault, Tad. It's not her fault. It's the her dad's is, fault. The question is, which one was the first one? The first one in their series. No, no, you start with the cartoon first. She did not. Now, this is a time where you do start with the cartoons. I will, I will second that. Yeah. And this means that her father has failed her. Okay. No, we, have, we own the cartoon. <laughs> you own the cartoon, but does she have... The password and everything? She should. I've given it to her 15 uh, times. Oh, man. I'm standing by what I said. Her father has failed. Well, I think we're done here since I'm a failure now, and I'm going to go cry in a corner. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us tonight. We're so blessed to be here, to sit here and gather in this amazing location with the brewery. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Heather and Joey. It's Heather, right? Uh, no, I think it's Kate. I think I, you're, like, way off base. It's on the back of your card. I forgot. I'm, I, My card's on the floor. Kate. 
Kate. I'm I was sorry, completely I, right that it's Kate. I'm called. And you, you're completely wrong. Kate, I am sorry. I hey, blame. Hey, hey, he may have understood how to speak sport with you, but at least I knew your name, Kate. He spoke sport? I knew Joey's name. You called him Joe. Or Joseph. No, I said Joe because of Laura's cousin Joe. I don't know Joe. Yeah. Yo, Joe. So, Joey, thank you. Kate, thank you. You guys have a beautiful location, a beautiful place. You have beautiful people working here with you, and we just appreciate every time we get to come here. I truly, truly do. Anything you want to add? No, I just was loving the fact that you called her Heather. See you guys. (laughs) Love you. Bye. 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 Make sure you hold it this time. I will hold it and then I'll shake it and then turn it off. You're gonna throw no, one of the people. Just hold it. <laughs>